Alleluia. <laughs> Wonderful Savior. God is so very good. Are you happy? If you're not, God wants to help you. He does. And he's really good at it. He's the only one, actually, that can really bring you satisfying joy. It's the truth. You know, joy that's based on circumstances or things or whether things are working out right for you, that's, that's not deep, true, lasting joy. There's a joy and a peace that passes understanding that God wants to give you tonight. Hallelujah. It's so wonderful to gather together to worship. I honor you for coming out at such a busy time of year to come out and worship Jesus. Because when we, you know, there's something so glorious about worshiping corporately and honoring God corporately. Because, you know, as two or three are gathered, there he is. And he is the answer to everything. He is just so very good. So, Lord, we say thank you for your presence. Thank you for your goodness, God. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, yes, I, I managed to get food poisoning, which was not cool. And um, actually, right when you all prayed last Friday night, um, I was asleep and uh, woke up the next day well. And I just want to say thank you for praying. That was awesome. Yay for God. So I, I think then about three days later, I ate something wrong again. <laughs> Got sick again. But thank you, Jesus. It lasted about a few hours and I'm fine now. But, you know, I believe that this is a, a moment in history where God wants to now have you really looking forward, that this isn't a time to be looking back, but I really sense it in the spirit that this is a time to look forward. This is a time to look forward and give him glory. The only things that you're really allowed to remember from the past are the things that are praiseworthy. You know, Jesus uh, really encouraged us to give God praise. And the Father encouraged the Israelites to remember the good things that God had done. In fact, he told them to build memorials. They'd build stones to tell the next generation so that when they'd walk past, they'd remember the good things that God had done. We're not to remember the failures and the sin because he's forgotten it, cast it away as far as the east is from the west. He can't even remember it. So if you're living in regret or any of that, you're wasting your time because God is not thinking about that. Hallelujah. You run to him. He's not looking at you going, oh, man, I remember all the things you've done. He's looking at you with his face beaming, going, oh, they came to me. Look, they love me. The angels look, aren't they so gorgeous? They're so beautiful. His face is full of nothing but love for you. And the only thing that you are allowed to remember are the praiseworthy, glorious things that is done because what it does is it releases thanksgiving in your heart and we enter his courts with thanksgiving. Hallelujah. There's such power when we give God praise. Give me a wave if this year God has done a significant healing in your body. Just wave your hand at me if God has healed you. Look at that. Yay for God. Woohoo. He is so faithful, and we need to talk about these things and the great things that God's done. So I want to welcome you here. I don't even remember if we welcomed the new visitors, but if you are visiting, I'm happy to see you. <laughs> and I am excited about Sunday. I do believe that uh, people are going to come, and I'm, I'm declaring. In fact, I'm going to be praying over these 
doors of this church and, and making declaration that everyone who walks in here encounters the love of God. Hallelujah. Because by this shall all men know that you are my disciples, that you love one another. Love casts out fear. Love is the answer to everything because God is love. Hallelujah. And he is so very good. So let's just pray. Daddy God, we say thank you for your great goodness to us. How great you are. Father, we say thank you. Thank you for your life. Thank you for giving us life. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing, God. Thank you, Lord, for health. Thank you, Lord, that we live in a country, Lord God, that, uh, Lord, we are free to worship. God, we don't have to hide to worship you. God, we give you glory for freedom. We say thank you, Lord, for this nation, God of Australia. Thank you, Lord, for our brothers and sisters. Thank you that you've put us around lovely people. God, we give you glory. Lord, we say thank you for your goodness. Lord, we ask that you'd speak to us tonight, that you'd encourage every heart. God, I'm asking that not one would leave here without encouragement sown into their hearts, Lord. Father, I thank you. You are our glory and the lifter of our heads. In Jesus' name, everybody said, amen. Magnificent God. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Just sing it one more time and mean it from your heart. Then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art. How great thou art, then sings my soul, my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Hallelujah. I keep bursting into song. I um, uh, would be Julie Andrews. My life is a musical. Hallelujah. My children always laugh at me. Because I've always got something I'm singing about. Or, or the, everything that they say is an excuse for another song. Oh, yes, let's sing this. And, and I, I find myself all the time singing. And I burst into song here, there, and everywhere. But you know what? I've been reading the book of Luke and really enjoying it, munching on it this week. Has anybody got the Passion Translation of Luke? Is good. Ooh, is good. And I've just been enjoying it. I've been listening to it on, on audio in different translations as well and just really soaking in the book of Luke. We've been reading it in family devotions and just really enjoying it. But you know what? The whole book's a musical. People are bursting into song all over the place, bursting into prophetic declarations. You'll see it, you know, um, 
the angel Gabriel come to Mary and, and, and she'll receive this and, and run off to Elizabeth. And Elizabeth bursts into prophecy, begins to declare, blessed are you among women. You are highly favored. Okay, that's spilling. Hallelujah. It's raining. It's pouring. I told you my life's a musical. <laughs> Thank you, God. It's all right, Gemma. It's a prophetic illustration. <laughs> But they begin to, she, she declares, blessed is this, blessed are you who has believed for there will be a fulfillment of those things promised to you. Hallelujah. And then what happens? Mary bursts into song and she begins to sing. He who has called me is faithful, poured out his favor on me. He who is mighty has done great things. Holy is his name. Probably not that melody particularly, but those are the words. And she begins to sing. She begins to declare. Then they, the, the baby is born. Well, John is born and Simeon bursts into prophecy. He begins to prophesy. And he prophesies the, the child's destiny. Then the, the baby Jesus is born. And what happens? The heavens burst into song. Angels come and they sing and they declare the glory of God. Glory to God in the highest. Joy to the world. The Lord is come. It, it's a, a glorious display of the majesty and the music of heaven gets released. And And if you look all the way through the book, these prophetic declarations are coming out. And I believe that the Lord is wanting to say something to us tonight, that he is really wanting us to become deliberate, to recognize that there is a spiritual principle about singing and declaring and prophesying out loud the will of God. Hallelujah. Beginning to declare things. Hallelujah. That be not as though they are. Beginning to make declarations. Just as I did over my house this week and just began to declare, there's joy in this house. Everybody that comes into this house feels the joy of the Lord. There's peace in this place. You know, I believe that it's not just words, but we have been created in the image of the one who created the world with his words. So our words are so important. And the book of Luke spells that out. When when the angel Gabriel comes and announces to Zechariah that he's about to become a father, Zechariah's unbelief is about to mess it up. So the angel does what? Stops him from being able to speak until it comes to pass because he doesn't want his words to get in and mess it up. Words are powerful. When you start to feel negative and discouraged, watch your words. My staff know that I am, I am just vigilant with their words. If they can say, they say one negative thing, I pull them up on it because I understand, particularly with the prophetic anointing, I understand really strongly that words have power. It's not, it's not some religious thing. I know words have power. When a prophetic word gets to released, when you declare something prophetically, something is activated in the spirit. Hallelujah. You know, sometimes you'll sense something and and not maybe uh, say it, but if the Lord wants you to say it, you need to declare it. I, I say it over and over again. I get the prophetic word spoken over my life and I, I will, um, I have a folder so that when I'm traveling, if I'm on takeoff and landing and I can't use electronics, you know, you've got that takeoff and landing 
bit. I have a folder that I go through so that I can be reminding myself and I'm speaking quietly. I want to declare the word of God. You said God. Or I'll I'll walk around the house and I'll begin to declare the word of the Lord. Or if he gives me a song, which he often does, I'll sing it and sing it and sing it because God wants to bring breakthrough to my life. He wants to bring freedom or he wants to say something. Or if a, a, a word comes to me, as I'm reading the scriptures that just lights up, I'll speak about it all day long. Every, every appointment I have, somehow it comes out and I'll just say, I read this this morning, da, 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 da. I'll say it. I'll speak it because as I'm speaking it, something is happening. Hallelujah. And God wants us to be a people who are deliberate to use our words very carefully. Hallelujah. He wants to, uh, he wants to have his way more than we want his will done. Amen. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth. We line up with heaven as we begin to make declaration. I I remember this was beautifully illustrated when I first went to a country that I'm not mentioning on live stream. Hello, live stream people. We love you. Why don't you all turn around and just wave to the live stream people? It's so good to have you with us. We love you. It's just lovely hearing also the testimonies. So thank you for writing in. Um, But I was going into this particular country and I hadn't crossed the border on my own before. And so my friends in the country were, were looking for their passport to come and meet me at the border. And they couldn't find it anywhere. And, um, and so they began to panic. They were like, I can't find this passport anywhere. And so they rang, uh, rang their mother, see if she could begin to pray. And, and they were looking everywhere. And so this, this beautiful woman, she, she, just, she and her husband get together. They went, right, we're going to sing about it. And they began to sing in their bedroom. They got, they got uh, up and they began to dance and sing and sing. Thank you, Lord, you know where my passport is. Thank you, Jesus, for our passport. Thank you that you show me where my passport is. And she just began to sing and dance. You might think, that is very odd. But in the middle of their dance, in the middle of their song, they got a phone call from the mother who said, the Lord just told me it's in a box under your bed. They got down, got the box out, there's the passport. They came to meet me. You know, I believe that these little things that you think, well, that seems childish. I tell you what, the kingdom of God belongs to such as these. Hallelujah. The little ones, the little children who have simple faith begin to declare, I believe. I want to I see your life become a musical. Hallelujah. Does anybody like the sound of music? The hills are alive. Hallelujah. My children are like, if they give me an option of what do we watch? They'll be like, no, don't ask mom. <laughs> I've seen it so many times. <laughs> but you know, God wants to release joy through his song. He wants you to begin to sing. The Bible says that sing, O barren, you who've not born. Because God wants you to begin to declare those things that be not as though they are. You know, that is not just a a mocking thing. I mean, imagine a barren woman that is feeling disgrace and shame and embarrassment, can't understand why God wouldn't bring breakthrough. God doesn't address the why. Why are you barren? He simply comes as the answer. God always comes as the answer. If you're stuck in the why, you are missing the truth that God wants to reveal. God is not here to ask, to answer your whys. You know, you remember when the, the man who was born blind 
the disciples began to argue amongst themselves and ask Jesus, well, who sinned? His father, his mother, who did, the, did he sin? Why, why was he born blind? He must have been, someone must have sinned. And God didn't even go there with them. He just simply brought the answer. He said, neither of them have sinned, but that my glory would be revealed. You see, God is not interested in the why, like you and I are interested in the why. He is interested in being the answer. Hallelujah. I tell you, you can tie yourself up in knots with whys, and you can think yourself very wise as you, as you try and delve into the answers and find the keys. And all the while, God's sitting there going, can I just be the answer? You think, well, I've been waiting for a long time. Why? What could it be? What is this? Is it because I've sinned? Is it because someone else has sinned? Is it because of this? Is it because of what could it be about? And the Lord's saying, look into my eyes. I want to show you that I am the answer. Sing, O barren. Um, He's not asking you to get down and look at your navel and try and work out, oh, what's wrong with me? He's saying, lift up your heads, O ye gates. And you know what those gates are according to Isaiah 60? The gates are praise. We enter his courts with thanksgiving. We enter his gates with praise. And the gates actually in Isaiah are called praise. There is is such power when we begin to praise. If you've ever had a day where you walk around the house and feel a little bit discouraged or, or you just spend the whole day just trying to get yourself mentally on track, God doesn't want you wrestling like that and and hassling over things. He has an immediate solution for you, and that is to get you to begin to open your mouth and begin to praise him. You see, when you are deliberate to open your mouth and sing, O barren, the atmosphere shifts. See, I've often wondered, and, and people have all these wonderful theories about, uh, you know, what they need, how they need to pray, what they need what they, to bind, what they need to loose. And, you know, God will show you. But I tell you, he's not looking for how wise you are. He's looking for whether or not you'll open up your mouth and sing. Hallelujah. He wants you to begin to open up your mouth and begin to praise. And you say, well, actually, I don't have a very good singing voice. Well, God doesn't think that. You can get alone in your bedroom and sing, I love you, Jesus, and you found my passport, if you can't find your passport. And he's singing, oh, look at them. In fact, the Bible says in Zephaniah, the Lord rejoices over you with... If it's no longer you who live, but Christ who lives in you, I've got news for you. He's a singer. He's a singer and he's singing over you. He's rejoicing, twirling. In fact, he's a dancer. Because the Bible says that the Lord twirls, hallelujah, and he sings with rejoicing joy over you, hallelujah. If it's good enough for God, it's good enough for you, hallelujah. If you're having a time where you're feeling like, oh, it's so awful, there's so many awful things in my life, you need to begin to sing. Hallelujah. Because God has, God has come as the answer. You know, the announcement to the world when Jesus Christ came in was joy to the world. The Lord has come. Good news. Good will toward men and peace on earth. Hallelujah. God came to be our 
answer, our solution. Hallelujah. He came to give goodwill, peace, hope. Hallelujah. He is the hope of the nations. He is the desire of the nations. And hope in him will not disappoint. If you're tripping up over the how long, when, God, when, why, God, why, I want to encourage you. It's a miserable place to live if you stay there. God doesn't want you trying to work things out. He's looking for you just to begin to look at the word of God and begin to declare it. Hallelujah. There is an enemy of your soul and he wants to come and, and cause your light to be dimmed and shut down. He wants to take your face that's radiant as it shines when looking at him and cause you to look at yourself and look at your circumstances and begin to complain and begin to speak negatively because he is afraid of you when you are shining. But if instead you'll, you'll go, no, I recognize I'm not wrestling flesh and blood. I'm not even going to try and examine what's wrong with me because I'm not the one that even understands everything that's going on. I'm going to look to you, Jesus, because in your light, I see light. You know, I believe in repentance. It's a beautiful thing when God begins to show you uh, where, where you have been living a lie or where you've been in deception. God is continually adjusting me. In fact, the word of God is so good like that. You begin to read the word and it's like a Holy Ghost chiropractor. He, he comes and he straightens you out and he'll show you things. And ah, oh, repentance is simply recognizing, whoa, God, I didn't even see that about my life. Sometimes trials and things that you go through highlight the fact that, oh, wow, there's something there that I've been, I've been wrong about. I repent in that I turn from my thinking. I'm going to change my thinking and my actions now because in your light, I've seen light. Oh, and it's good. It feels, it hurts so good. Hallelujah. He is, he is good. And repentance is not an, not a bad thing. It's not something that we don't do anymore because we are continually having our minds renewed. Amen. Come on. This is true. We are continually having our minds renewed. And if you are continually walking into revelation, the more you walk into revelation, the more you recognize, whoa, I was wrong about that. I repent. I change my mind. I change my thinking. I change my actions to line up with the revelation that you're bringing. Hallelujah. So that's wonderful. But God isn't looking for us to walk in condemnation where we're continually feeling bad about ourselves. Oh, I'm terrible. Oh, I'm this. When he highlights something, it's simply to take you to a new level of freedom. Hallelujah. And he wants you continuously to recognize that you're not wrestling your flesh and trying to make your flesh measure up and be good enough. If you're on that treadmill, that's a really miserable one. Because not, not even the best of us could do that. Only Jesus, hallelujah, could ever measure up. But he's looking for us to recognize that we're wrestling principalities and powers. There are demons that come to try and tempt you. It, that, it happened to Jesus. It doesn't mean that you're bad if the enemy comes into your room at night and st starts to try and lure you into a complaining self-pity party. Has anyone had a visit from those... People, those, those, those demons, they come into your, to your room or they'll come and talk to you and begin to say, you should think about this. How miserable is that? And you know what? They're sent on assignment to try and get your attention. We need to be... So, I want to tell you something about the demonic. It's after your attention. 
If you think, oh, there's so much demonic stuff going on, we've got to pray, we've got to do this, this, this is happening, and this is happening, they are rubbing their hands with delight and glee because they've got your attention. You want to do spiritual warfare? You begin to praise. Begin to go, give God glory. This is what I do. I see demons delivered all, I mean, people del- delivered of demons all the time, but it's not because I go looking for it. At the presence of God, they begin to manifest and you recognize it. You go, oh, good, hallelujah, get out in the name of Jesus. But I'm not going to give it my attention. I've seen that on altars where people come and they're manifesting demons and, and the demon is wanting to get the whole church's attention for the next half hour. But the reality is it, it, it doesn't have to be. He's, the, the demonic is looking for attention because they are looking for worship. God is looking for your attention. Hallelujah. When something manifests, you just cast it out. Hallelujah. And you don't give it your focus and your attention. If there's an attack going on, don't go around and tell everybody, oh, man, there's so much attack. It's terrible. What are we going to do? I think there must be something wrong with me. There's something going on. You need to open your mouth and begin to sing. I'm telling you the truth. Now, don't get mad with me. I still very much believe in spiritual warfare. You know, I've just finished a series on prayer. I believe we haven't even scratched the surface of the power of prayer. I believe that the Pentecostal church, which is us as a movement, hasn't even fully grasped the power that we have when we pray. I believe that we're about to enter into a new season of revelation with regard to prayer. Hallelujah. That prayer is so powerful. If you understood the power of prayer, you would be praying all the time. So I'm not undermining, undermining that, but I am saying that God is not looking for you to be looking out here. He wants you to look up there and he wants to fill your mouth. Hallelujah. He wants to fill your mouth with praise. Sing, O barren, you who've not born, for more are the children of the barren. Hallelujah. I believe it is a jubilee that we are about to walk into. Hallelujah. That God, and I've been starting to sing about it even today. Thank you, God. It's a jubilee for me. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus, for jubilee for my family. And, and you know, you think, you might think that's strange, but if you begin to sing the revelation God gives you, you will begin to see the breakthrough. Hallelujah. God wants you to sing. He wants you to dance. He wants you to be militant because you have a choice because of your free will. You have a choice to either sit and be pummeled, to be sit and be attacked. You have a choice to survive or you have a choice to thrive. Hallelujah. You have a choice to go to war or sit there and take the, take the hits. I tell you what, you have no other choice because if you don't fight, You just take the hits. And if you choose them, well, I'm going to walk away from God. Well, guess what? They come and they go and call all their friends to jump on you. Because you are created in the image of God. Every person who walks the face of this planet is hated by the enemy because God thinks you are the apple of his eye. Hallelujah. You are the most hotly contested prize. You know, I believe that there's people here tonight, God is shaking you and he is doing, it's a good thing because he's wanting you to recognize where is your foundation. I know, I know, I know that one thing is needful in my life. Sometimes I get like Martha, 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 you're anxious and worried about many things, but only one thing is needful. 
God is looking for us to recognize that as we look to him, as we begin to become singular in our focus, begin to, to shut out all the stuff that's raging for our attention and begin to open our mouths and give God glory, say, thank you, God, that you are my breakthrough. Thank you for your faithfulness. That's why I, I wrote that song, Faithful, that's on my first album. I wrote it because I was going to war. I, had, I didn't know what else to say, and there's hardly any other words to the chorus. It's like, you're faithful, 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 my Lord. Now I'll do it again. You're faithful, because I thought, I've got to do something. And you know what? As I began to sing, as I began to declare the faithfulness of God, God proves himself faithful. Hallelujah. We need to come into alignment with the will of God, with the character of God, and we need to declare it. So, Father, we say thank you. Lord, I'm praying that you'll make all of their lives a musical. Father, that not a day will go by where they don't open up their mouths and begin to give you praise, begin to make prophetic declarations and begin to sing. God, I thank you that the weapons of our warfare are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. They're not carnal, but they are mighty. God, I thank you that we may feel silly. God, they are mighty to the pulling down of strongholds. They are mighty weapons. And I thank you that you have put your word in our mouth. You have put it in our hearts. And God, I thank you that as we declare it, you will be glorified. And everybody said, amen. Hallelujah.